talking about, but let's. You, I'll leave it Love to you. Love Talk Radio. Right. <laughs> Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media. A good story is a good story. Hosted by Marsha Casper Cook. Live shows every week with interesting interviews in the entertainment field with writers, producers, directors, and screenwriters. There's also shows about newsworthy topics and group discussions about writing tips to help writers reach success. New to the show are conversations about personal struggles and how to feel good about yourself in today's world. One thing's for sure, it's always a lively conversation and lots of fun. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marsha. Got a great show today. Uh, Vincent is not here yet, but we do have Dick Belsky here. And uh, we've done the show alone together many times, so we're not, not worried about that. <laughs> hey, Marsha. We can How talk. are you? Yeah, we we'll, we'll, care. How you we'll, we'll have to carry it until Vincent. Uh, I'll, I'll, as, I'll send him a message. Okay, let me as ask we, you a question. As, Why don't you yeah. – go ahead. I was going to say, as we You want to tell everybody to about yourself? Yeah. Well, yeah, in a minute, but uh, let's talk about Vincent first because, you know, he's so okay. <laughs> But as we, oh, as we were talking there about, as okay. we were, he's here? Well, here he is. Oh, I'm here. Hey, okay. Oh, I was just going to, we were just going to say bad stuff about you, Vincent, but now you're here. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm here, Sergeant Belton. We know, we know you probably hey, finished the book by now. Hi, how you doing? We know you probably finished no, the book by now, in an hour. I'm in, my, <laughs> in an hour. <laughs> Working on All right, now, 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 now I'll introduce myself, Marcia. If you're okay, go ahead. Okay. And then Vincent can introduce himself. You know? The party can start now. Okay. Right. Anyway, right. Uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, uh, well, I'm Dick Belsky, but I write as uh, R. G. Belsky, and I also write under the name of uh, Dana Perry, and I write mysteries and thrillers, and I'm a longtime New York City journalist who has worked as an editor, a top editor at everywhere from New York Post to New York Daily News to NBC News. And I've now uh, I've now published uh, 20 novels, uh, which is you know very small compared to Vincent's output. But you know I'm very pretty, so I'm very happy with it. And uh, my most recent uh, my most recent the, my current series uh, under my name of R. G. Belsky is the Claire Carlson series, which is about a TV journalist in New York, which where I obviously draw a lot on my own media experience in New York. And uh, the fifth book in the series is called It's News to Me. And it's out right now in hardcover, in ebook, and uh, Audible, and that's my story. I, okay, we all have a story. <laughs> okay, Vincent. All right, uh, I'm Vincent Zandry. Um, let's see. Jeez, uh, I, I'm a full-time novelist, <laughs> a pulp writer, whatever. Um, I'm a hack journalist, unlike Dick. Um, <laughs> But but that's how I started as a as a reporter, you know whatever. Hit the New York Times, hit the USA Today for a few weeks. Um, Seamus Award winner, Thriller Award, Derringer finalist. Um, I got about 115 novels and novellas, um, maybe a dozen nonfiction works, something like that. I don't know. Uh, at this point, I really can't. Even I, want, I want you to talk about your YouTube's mostly because the YouTube's. Uh, you and know, I'm a YouTube podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're happy with the way you're getting all these subscribers, I imagine, right? 
Yeah, yeah, it's been good. So what what made you start? I mean, because a lot of people want to do it, and it's not easy to put yourself out there. Like on the podcast, I'm not out there. They don't see me, and I'm not looking at myself. And but you're right. just out there writing, and you're on you know wherever you are, you're skiing, whatever you're doing. So right. So what do, yeah. So what made you decide to? go that route, because that, I think, is most likely probably one of the best ways to do PR these days. I think it is, I, because I, I'm, I'm a true believer that, like, now in, tw- in the 2020s, I think independent media is is not slowly but rapidly taking over mainstream media. Um, and so I, after several in- incarnations of what I was trying to do, um, I just decided to, like, I came, I was like, well, all right. I'm a writer, so I'm gonna. Why don't I just write about the writer's life, and or not write about it, but talk about the writer's talk life. Talk about it, right? But right. not as a how-to thing, you know, because there's a lot of how-to channels out there, and I think they're boring. Yeah, yeah. But I just yeah. wanted to write like what my day is like, or what my trip is like, right. or what you know, like yesterday I wrote about like dimensions in space and, and stuff like that, and, and you know, so like, um, and that seems to have worked out okay because it, it because it can resonate. Not only with writers, but anybody, you know, like with a brick mason or, uh, you know, an eye doctor or whatever, you know. Yeah. So uh, it seems to be going well. And then I saw another guy who was like, he's like, you don't need any fancy equipment. He's like, just open your laptop and do it. And right. so I was like, okay. Right. And so that's how it started. No, and I think, you know, well, actually due to COVID, like a lot of shows, or even the news shows, people aren't there anymore. So, and Dick, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, you've seen the change. You do. So, I mean... Dick, how would you feel about that yourself? I mean, because you, you're you're out and about all the time, and you've been writing right. a lot, and you've done a lot of stories. So, Dick, what do you ever think about doing a YouTube or no? Uh, well, I've, I was started thinking about it just listening to Vincent talk about it now. So, uh, but I, you know, I haven't. I've been. Uh, I've uh, Dick, you'd be great, Vincent. Yeah, uh, I've been. Mu- I've been much more, uh, you know, following in, in traditional steps. Uh, like I, yeah. I haven't ever self-published or anything. I'm with, uh, I've been with, you know, major houses, and I haven't done that. But um, what I have discovered, well, certainly as a journalist, I mean, the the world of uh, of uh, media and news media is like changed, you know, like unbelievably since the days I when I was uh, there. Um, and, oh my God! Uh, yeah. You know, it's just like yeah. it's not even close. And uh, right. and I found you know and I found uh, you know as Vincent said I found that the publishing world is doing the same thing. I mean it used to be you know you'd put out a book and it right. would be in a bookstore yeah. and that would be it. Yeah. And now there's just a million other a million other things a million other places. There's podcasts like this. There's yeah. there's yeah. YouTube um, and uh, you know there you know there's Audible there's online and independent publishing. Um, and you know, as uh, uh, you know, the one thing about it too is just that the the speed at which it's all going. I mean, um, right. you know, yeah. I started public. You know, I had published some books earlier, but I started uh, my first book in 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 recent times had been in 2014. I wrote a book for uh, Atria called the uh, Kennedy Connection, and the promotion promoting of that and the selling of that and everything I did with that. And that was like what eight nine years ago. That has just changed so much. Everything is different, and uh, you know, it's 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 really um, as an author, you really you really have to keep up with it. 
See, but one of the things couldn't couldn't you just redo that again and put put it out? I mean, all this is what I was talking about. I had some authors. I had a show on um, actually because the people were from Australia, so I had it on at nine at night, ten at night, nine no nine nine ten. But and you know one from Scottish and you know we were there were some various places. And they were, I was talking about the fact that when people are buying a book, we, it really wasn't, a, we weren't talking about a book, but we were talking about the book we wrote about success. But we were also talk, just talking about other things. And I was saying that people should read older books. And they just think, it, like if you go to a bookstore now, the, even in the small ones, they just put out all the new books. But what about books that people wrote 10 years ago? What's wrong with those books? Well, the so problem, a lot of people are redoing them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, it, it's interesting because I've dealt with this. I had a few years ago. I had two thrillers that came out in the '90s, and uh, uh, they were uh, the rights were owned by HarperCollins, and HarperCollins decided, like, well, I'll, we'll put them out now in in uh, in ebook form because there was no ebooks when they came. You know, back in the '90s right. when they came out, there were no right. ebooks, and. Uh, they put them out, but they didn't redo them. They just kind of put them out in their original form. And, you know, I'm probably more susceptible to this than uh, other other authors, but uh, because my stories are about the media, I have a lot, I have a lot of relevant – I have – I have a lot of comments and, and things about current events. You know, I'll make references yeah. to celebrities or things right. going on in the news. And uh, those things don't hold up too well, you know. And I I, yeah. I used to do more of them. I've tr- To some degree, I've tried to avoid them. But, I, but you know, yeah. again, when I'm yeah. writing a book, I like to make a reference to the Kardashians or, you know. Right. I mean, I have, uh, I have one of my earlier books where I did a whole thing on Donald Trump. And you wouldn't, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't even know it's the same person because I was writing about Donald right. Trump in the 80s when he was the real right. estate guy and had yeah. no, right. has no relation to the Donald Trump of today. So that 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 would be the the only hesitation I would I, I would say Marcia is that um well, let me tell you about the Kardashians the Kardashians will probably be around in 50 years because there's new ones coming up all the time. So <laughs> say that's going to keep coming. <laughs> And but, they but, they you, truly know how to make money. They truly they, know how now to they do it. they know they know how to sell themselves even more than Vincent. Oh does. my god! Yeah, they they do. No, uh, yeah. They are. But uh, <laughs> but you know what the, do they do actually? What, what, do, what do the Kardashians do? They're, they're on reality television, right? They, That's about yeah, it. They're, they're, yeah, they're they're famous yeah, they because they're famous. It's like Paris Hilton. Right. They're famous because they're famous. You know, yeah. they're influencers. <laughs> But you know, let, because, let me just say you know, one one are, thing. Because people want to be like them. People want to be like yeah. them. I well, I people don't know, want you know, but well, it's kind of like watching. Girl. I don't know, like it's like watching uh, Jersey Shore. You know, I watch it, but right. I don't want to be like the the those guys, right. those people in Jersey Shore. I don't Shore. either. But I don't let, either. let me. Let, let me just say one more thing about you know things being dated in books, and and it, it, you really do find that a lot, even in great books. When you go back, I found, um, you know, I always tend to go back and read like most mystery people, you know, Raymond Chandler, and you know because he's like a lot of people, he's the reason that inspired me to start writing my own, and um, wow, you know, you go back and read Chandler, even though they're great books. A lot of it is really dated. Certainly, the way they, you know, race yeah. is discussed. Certainly, the way women are discussed. You know, um, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're you're almost kind of like taken aback, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said yeah. that. But they were written in like the 40s, most of them. So they're just right. they really some of it doesn't age too well. Yeah. Right. Well, that that is true. But you know, and the other thing is, 
especially in crime and trying to, uh, you know, solve murders. I mean, there were no cell phones, you know, and there was no internet. <laughs> and, you know, imagine oh. how long it took to do things. <laughs> now, it's so, you know, people went to libraries to do research. You don't have to do that anymore. You know, all those things are not necessary anymore when you have a computer. Yeah, but it makes it tougher for, a, for an author. I mean, like in my case, yes, it does. When I started writing yes. books about newspaper reporters. The reporter would run to a payphone and, and you know, and call right. in, and he'd do the story. Right. Right. Now I've got to get involved in, you know, oh, he's going to live stream it, and he's going to, you know, he's going to tweet it out, and, and there are no payphones, obviously. I always thought that one of the smartest things was what Sue Grafton did, is she set all her books, like in whatever, the 80s, um, so right. she didn't have to deal with the internet or anything else. So right. they were all right. very, very traditional kind of books. And and I know myself, and you know, Vincent, I don't know if you you deal with this much, but in terms of the media stuff, I every book I do, I have to make sure that I'm kind of up to date on everything. You know that um, yeah. Yeah. that I'm not having somebody yeah. do something yeah. that is is yeah. you know. So like yeah. like yeah, you want to have YouTube, you want to have. You know, uh, yeah. you know, Instagram. You want to have things yeah. that are, are relevant to people today. Yeah. And I also, I mean, if, <laughs> as an author, um, as an author, I think if you if you go go about it like, if you have the mindset where like, well, as much as as much things change, they stay the same. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, if you, if you kind of go into it like that, um, you don't have to right. like feel so so obligated. Like I think last time. Dick, you and I spoke. I think Charlie was on. It might have been on the other show, but um, we were like, "Oh, there's got to be the obligatory scene where you know the detective does the research on, you know, goes on Google and looks right, it up right. or whatever." And like that is, I know there's there's times I do it, and like I dread that scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and if I dread that scene, I'm like, people are going to be like. So I gotta like, you know, I'm like, I'm at the point now. I'm like, I gotta figure out another way to like present that. Like, it's just gotta yeah. be a quick couple of sentences. Like, oh, uh, I went on Google and checked such and such, and this is what I found real right, quickly, right. and that's it. Well, it's a lot more interesting if your if your your protagonist like gets the information by you know interviewing somebody or you know exactly. some other way yeah. than than uh, sure. than Googling it. But. Uh, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's an issue. The other the other thing that uh, comes up with me with like media stuff a lot is that you don't want to you don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole. Like I I, I don't want to get into a technical thing of like you know how the media works and social media right. and all that. So you right. need to touch on it, but I'm very careful. And one of the reasons, apart from that, you don't want to bore people is. You know, I mean, uh, you know, with my books, because they're traditionally published, they ge- I generally write them like at least a year before they ever come out. And, yeah. um, you know, things are changing so fast that, oh my uh, God, yeah. you know, you could write something and then a year later it's uh, it's 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 not true anymore because, you know, there's a whole right. new thing going on out there. See, I think even like they did Perry Mason, I didn't see the new one, but I, I started it for a minute and I didn't like it because I kept thinking of the old one. But yeah, then again, yeah. you know, but I think like murder is murder, love is love, and, you know, when you make stories about right. it, it's just really should be about that. And so I'm going to, in my mind, that's what I'm trying to do now and not, all, like I've been writing sweet novels and I have to stop because I can't, I can't swear in it. It's driving me insane. Because I don't think people talk, talk that way, you know. I, the, the father, yeah. I, I, he needs to swear because he has—he's mad sometimes, so he can't not say anything. 
So I think yeah. that because people in the sweet romance, they you know, they're so stuck in a mode that someone isn't real, you know, and they, people swear they do a lot of bad things. This is life. Yeah. And that's why when you're writing, I think you have to not feel that you're boring people. If you're bored and you say, what is this guy doing? You know, then you're bored. They're going to be bored because if you're writing it and you're bored, it's not right. You know, you should be excited when you're writing to think yeah. that this is people are reading it that and, are and you, interested in it. And like you say, it. you wanna you wanna you wanna write like people talk. So if I'm writing in a yeah. newsroom, I, I, it's a little hard to have somebody say, "Oh gosh, golly, I missed that story." Yeah. I want them to say, yeah. you know, "God damn it." Yeah, yeah, but um, you know, I've been on I've been on uh, at conferences where, um, and I, yeah. you know, some really big time, well successful writers who won't use curse words at all. They say, you know, they just don't want to do it. Um, yeah. I use them, but I but I'm careful because uh, I sometimes, you know, I'm afraid of overusing them. But certainly, yeah. um, you know, in a, in frustration or excitement or whatever, it's very hard to. Uh, to convey that without uh, without throwing yeah. a few dams or something in there. And I think everybody, you know, and there are some words now that they say on not only cable but regular TV. They may never right. said before. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, just listen to a Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, every other word is an F-bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look at Succession, you know. but that's a cable. Look at Succession. I don't know if you, I, Vincent, you don't watch as much TV, but Dick, do you watch yeah. Succession? Vincent, have you, you know, seen everybody has been no, telling I've, me I've never to watch that, and and yeah, well, it's it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a. I saw the first season. It's about a yeah, yeah, you know, it's about this mogul and you know the whole battle right for succession, and everybody keeps telling me it's great. So I'm just about to start huh. actually re- watching Check it. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, because it is really good. But the guy that the head, the lead, you know, the lead character, every other word is swearing. He doesn't his his dialogue, yeah. and he's great. He's really great, but every other word. Yeah, you know, I find so, that a I bit mean, too. I find that a bit too well, much. Well, but that's know. his character yeah. exactly. You know, and so I agree on that. But when you're watching the show, but and after a while, it's it's ending this season. This is the last one. But you know, right. so people don't seem to mind in that. So I think people need to open up their minds a little and just not take it like, you know what's this writer doing? The writer's just acting how he talks. And I've seen him on TV, and I've, I actually saw him, on, I listened to him on a podcast with Brian Cox. He talks the same way as himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's so, you. So isn't, isn't, uh, isn't, yeah, I, I, I saw the first episode quite a while ago, so I haven't watched it recently, but I, again, I, I've heard so much about it. Isn't it uh, inspired to some degree by uh, Rupert Murdoch? Isn't that supposed to be the connection? Well, yeah, they go, right, they go there. They, you know, they do. And he talks about other things on the, you know, they right. got into other things as the season went on, you know. Uh, right. The, this season, you know, then they went on to, he's too right, he's too left, you know. They went on to that, you know. But well, they never uh, really said the words exactly of what it is. Yeah. But you could feel well, it. Well, I, I uh, yeah. you know, because I work for Murdoch, you know, somewhat closely for yeah. some of the time for 13 years. And uh, yeah. I know uh, wow. there have been references, uh, you know, because, you know, he's going through a whole success. You know, he's 92, yeah. so there's a whole succession yeah. thing with his kids. It's what's going on. And, of course, he's still getting married. You know, he just he recently divorced They had a Jerry series also. on him. They, uh, I think CNN yeah. did a series on him. 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, but but I but I, I've heard comparisons between you know the yeah. real life Murdoch and and um, Succession. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, but as far as I know, he doesn't curse too much. But anyway. <laughs> but power, you know, people do like watching power. They they do. They like it. Yeah. You know because. You know, even people that are quiet, demure, they still, everybody in, like to go, like, look at that power. It, it excites people, I think, power. Well, do you, you know, do you that remember, people uh, have that much power. Do you remember, uh, I mean, this was a few years ago, but the hot series then was House of Cards, you know, and... Uh, yeah. Uh, and, I love uh, that show. I did that love was, that show. Oh, right. and that was all about power, be, trying to be president or vice president and, yeah. and uh, the politics and how much of you can it, maneuver, and, uh, right. Yeah, but it was all about political maneuvering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that show like I watched for a while. Yeah. Did you watch it? So you, I watched, yeah. Did, that was the one with, like uh, what's his name, who got, who got like, banned, right, who got canceled? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched it up until Kevin he got canceled. Kevin and then Spacey. Stopped. You know, Kevin Spacey, Spacey yeah. is really, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you great, know what? Great this actor. This is the other thing. Yeah. This is the thing. I would prefer not to know anything about any of their personal lives because I just want to watch them on the screen and I want to like them for who they are. I don't want to know about all this. And that's what happens now because it's so tough out there. If an actor or even a politician, anybody says something, all of a sudden they could say the wrong thing and they're out. They're canceled. It's terrible. Well, it look, at, look at Rose, Roseanne. Roseanne was a classic case, and you know that, that was, was a always a popular yeah. show. And she made some right. comments that were considered racist, and uh, and you know, but you know that it, it's an interesting dilemma. You know, it's an interesting question, which is, do you and like the names that come to mind are people like Woody Allen or Bill Cosby? Like, yeah. do you? Can you watch, and I can, can you watch a Woody Allen movie and think it's wonderful and funny and not sure. be aware of yes, any I can. controversies? Yes, I can. Or issues? Because, I can. Yes. Now, the I other one, though, because, which is a, right. the, the one that's a I tougher can. one, and, and you know, it's interesting because Jerry Seinfeld has talked about this and brought it up in cases, yeah. which is Bill Cosby. So, I mean, oh, that was like a classic show, but now you know yeah. – all this stuff about Bill Cosby and he's been in prison and the, the stuff with women right. and, and all these things. Right. And can you can you watch Cliff Huxtable as this you know this likable wholesome you know family man knowing what you know about Bill Cosby? And I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I, I like to think <laughs> yeah, you yeah, could. I like hard, to think you difficult. could, but it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. But with Woody yeah. Allen, like you said, uh, Marcia, I can do that. I mean, I don't know what Woody Allen did or didn't do. But when I see Woody Allen on the screen, I'm not, like, thinking about the other stuff. I, I actually, I love his yeah. movies, you know, and I try to disassociate anything I heard because I'm right. watching the movie. And so I think that that's the problem, you know, and nobody is Lily White and nobody's never done. I mean, people have family issues. They have issues. So, but right. what's happened now really? is everything, everything is out there. And and I don't really want to hear everything because I just want to like the person for their work, not for what right. they do outside of work. Well, no. before before video, you know, before iPhones and cameras and everything, I mean, yeah. someone and Twitter. You could oh. have a you could yeah. have a yeah. bad night, and you know, I always think about that yeah. with. Um, yeah. Michael Richards, who played Kramer on Seinfeld, yeah. and his yeah, career yeah, was, right. you know, pretty much been canceled because he yeah. kind of went off Said on something. what was the yeah. racist rant at a at a show. Yeah. Now, years ago, probably nobody would have ever heard of that, but once it's on video, um, it you know, it's there for the world to see. So, 
it you know it's just the way it's just the way things are today. Well, people from the past, like uh, older, like Joan Rivers, John Rickles, all those people in the past, they said whatever they want, and sometimes yeah. it was really bad. But it yeah. was just a yeah, joke. Yeah, Rickles you know? never survived today. Oh right. yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, he would never survive and, today. No. And uh, and you know, early, I mean, I don't know what he sounds like now because I haven't really listened to him. But I mean, in the '80s, I used to listen to Howard Stern all the time. You know, and I mean, he just yeah. I, I, you know, I still listen to him. Sometimes I turn it off. I do listen yeah. to him. He goes berserk sometimes, and they get they're so intense. You know, but I do listen to his show because really, but I bet he's, he's changed. He's really I bet he's smart. toned down from the from what he used oh, yeah. to say in the '80s. You know? Yeah. He's completely well, different now from what from what yes, I hear. He um, yes, and yes, he's he also is. been kind of like had an you know like an, an axe to grind with um, like uh, Rogan, for instance, because Rogan's just yeah. a, an independent, right? And yes, uh, yes. Rogan came right out and said like he's just fucking jealous because um, you know I'm the top podcaster in the world, and he's stuck in this contract on satellite radio, mm-hmm. and yeah. he can't get out of it, and he wishes he could be an independent. Whether that's right or whether that's wrong, I have no idea. Um, but it was something yeah. that, you know, and, you know, um, I don't know if that's the truth, but uh, to me, there, there seemed like some validity in it anyway. So well, I think right. years, ago, years ago, he was like the shock jock, okay? But now yeah. people are yeah, he's really, totally shocking. Different. <laughs> really shocking. But he was a shock jock, like on a, you know, he was on NBC, WNBC, and then he was on, yeah. you know, yeah. K- so he was on like yeah. major shows. He wasn't doing yeah. some no, podcast or like something. And, right. Uh, right. and so, yes, it was... Uh, it was much more, uh, much more shocking. It was very shocking. Yeah. Right. But, you know, and he also, he also became very political. He also became very political. Um, yeah. He really, really embraced the uh, far left side. And, you know, like, you know, I, I used to know a lot of, you know, you know, you know, I was listening you know, to salt of the earth construction workers that would listen to him, you know, and, and like now they're right. like, ah, fuck them. Well, well, now they're not even people aren't even in cars as much either. That's the other thing, you know. Or listening, but they can now listen on. They can get it on their phone, you know. But I was, the right. other day something came up on Netflix, and I don't even know the comedian's name. It was a woman, so I said, "Oh, I think I'll just turn it on." So I, I put it on. I usually don't watch uh, comics on the Netflix, so I turned it on, and she actually was quite funny. And I thought to my and I said to my husband, "I said it's really funny." She talked for an hour, I think. And she didn't have a political joke, nothing bad. I mean, just about no, no yeah. political. And it was actually funny, with no political, nothing. So I well, mean, you it know, can yeah, be good. done. It's it's a yeah. it's a point. You know, one one point that's that's interesting from a writer's point of view. And and this comedy's hard. Yeah. Thinking about this when when Vincent yeah. Yeah. you know was talking about the political thing, um, should. And I don't know, Vincent, I don't know if you do or not, but, like, for instance, in my books, I avoid politics. So I, no one reading yeah. my books are going to know whether I'm far left, far right, in the middle, yeah, whatever. I, I They're not going right, to get that. Right, not all no, authors right. do. Um, and I mean some right. big-name authors. Uh, I know I read, yeah. like, you read Sarah Paretsky. She puts a lot of political yeah. stuff. Stephen King does. No. Uh, Michael Conley does to a degree, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I don't know. I I. I uh, to me, uh, a I don't particularly want to give my political views. Uh, yeah. The other part of this is just that you know you're not, you know, you got to figure with the country the way it is. Is everybody is like sort of split, 
and uh, yeah. you know, you're going to get a bunch of people agree with you, a bunch of people that don't agree with you. But it's exactly. just an interesting thing, and I I try and avoid that in my in my yeah, books. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I think be, it's a great I like idea. It like I do too. The only, but as far as I go, is yeah. maybe like a, a private detective of mine might comment like, well. They need me to, you know, the cops are calling me in because they don't have enough cops, yeah. you know, or, or you know, right. I might make a cool. comment like that because that's reality. But, but no, but I'm not reality. about to go right. into take one side or the other because I think it's a mistake. Right, and yeah, I agree on that. And you know, the other thing is, I like the world when I didn't know who everybody voted for because I don't care. You know, yeah. I I really liked right. it. I didn't even. We never talked about that. I mean, my friends. I mean, I we have I have friends for years. We never really had those kind of conversations. We just, oh, yeah. you know. Talked, you know, and we we were with couples and we talked, and you know, and I like that kind of world, you know. Uh, I I, yeah, don't, I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to. I do not want to hate a person or like a person because who they voted for. I just want, or even their religion, whatever. I just want to the world, but it's not going to be that way. It's too, no, like no, you said, no. it's too cut in half. Now. It's it's terrible right. because there, I think right. what the only thing I'll say, the only thing that has happened now is everybody is confused out there. They don't know anymore who does what or what's good and what's bad, and that is bad, That you know, because right, right. people are so confused. So that part's bad. And, and, you know, so and I hope the, other, it the, other, the other thing that, um, and this has to do with Twitter and, every, you know, all the yeah. other social media, which yeah. is um, we basically just like to, destroy people we like to you know whatever yeah, whether yeah. it be right or left um and if you think about yeah. it i mean i'm i'm an old guy and i grew up like like you know you know admiring john f kennedy and and robert yeah. kennedy and people like that yeah. and uh if we were in today's modern media world these probably probably wouldn't even be in office because you know like someone like yeah. john kennedy would have been like totally you know outed as you know for the yeah. sex and all the other stuff yeah. he was doing right um, yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's a bit, you know. It's it's well, like it's very hard that. to they, run for that president was, that now. That was what they did, right? That was yeah. what they did years ago. And I just think, for me, I think social media. It's you know, I I really have shouldn't say this, but I really don't like it that much. I'm on mm-hmm. it, yeah. but I think it takes it. so much yeah. time. You know, and that's why I'm saying, like, when you do the YouTube, you're just talking about writing what and other things and what you're doing, and that's good. Yeah. So okay, and that's oh, and you're getting to a lot of people. So, but if you're on Facebook now, it doesn't get anywhere anymore because they're not sharing people's things. And some of the stuff I see on there, I can't. Even, I, I go like, what are you doing? They put some really not important stuff on, you know. And some people are showing pictures of their parents from 50 years ago. I mean, I don't know why they. Well, do I these actually, things. I actually did. That I this think you morning. just said so. You know. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great it was picture, my by the way. It was my father's birthday, and I put something up. Uh, you know, he's oh, long dead, yeah, and uh, nice. but that's uh, enough, know, I think nice that enough. stuff is pretty harmless. You know, uh, that's but, different. Yeah. That's different. Yeah. You know, but I mean, you know, just the way they're, you know, and I've seen things. I took away a lot of people when they're showing people in the hospital with tubes in them, and I'm not. I work in <laughs> medicine. I am. I worked at. Yeah. I worked in hospitals. I'm not shy about that. I just don't want to see it because I don't right. understand why people need to see that. I, well, Mark, that's, that's funny because as soon as I had it. my oral surgery, they put a photograph of my swelled face up there. 
<laughs> well, that you can't seem well, to help about when you have oral surgery is not the same thing. <laughs> well, Marcia, you know, you know, I was in the hospital a, a while back, and uh, yeah, yeah, the last thing in the world I wanted to do was to take a picture of myself yeah, right. and put it online, you know. And to be right. honest with you, I don't even like to tell people. I don't even go online with my, you know, forget the pictures. I don't even go online with medical. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I went to see the doctor and I've got this, or yeah. right. I, yeah. you know, I have, I've been diagnosed with this. Uh, I don't no, do that. Yeah. I don't know, think it's yeah. like anybody. I mean, I'll tell my friends. I'll, be, I'll tell people close to me, but yeah. I'm not going to yeah. put it out there. No, I, I yeah. agree on that, but that's what's happened. So I think that we are living in a very strange time right now, and uh, I don't know what the future is. <laughs> Nobody does, but it's bizarre, actually. And, you know, that's the other thing I was going to ask you about. Okay, with all these things that are happening, you know, people are getting shot on driveways and young teenagers. Mm-hmm. If you were doing stories now, I mean, a lot of the things that you did, you made up. And now the things that are coming out are so much worse now. I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. Un- wait, 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 wait a minute. When you say made up, I, I never made stuff up as a journalist. No, not made up. Okay, novelist. no, but I mean your fiction. No, no, no. I'm talking about in your fiction. Yes. When you're writing fiction, oh, yes. we're making stories up. But now the well, things that are you happening. Know, yeah, yeah, but most of my fiction is based on, you know, pretty much everything I write. Uh, is you know because I covered every kind of crazy crime from Son of but, Sam to you know to you know all sorts right, of but, stuff so like that and OJ. Well, so but I'm saying that my fiction is like t- takes a lot of real stories and then just kind of you know puts some twists or pushes on them. But pretty much everything right. I do is is inspired by right a real now. But look story. at the people though. How do you think they can report? You can even see these reporters. They can't even. Even the sheriffs, they don't even want to talk. They're, they're just so distraught now. Not, I'm not talking about what you did in the past. I'm talking about if you had to do this now, for if you're really writing stories that the people are reading, you know, in the news, I mean, it's very sad. I mean, and they're, they come on the air now. They can't even speak. Some of them. Well, why? Why? Is, I, I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I agree with you, Marshall. Why? Why? Um, why do you think the news today? I don't mean the 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 way it's presented. Now? But the stories. Yeah. Why do you like? So you have a mass shooting. Somebody. But you know, we had mass no, shootings that, fifty years I mean, ago no, that's too. Not what you I'm know. Saying. No, I'm not saying they don't need to know it. But I'm mm-hmm. saying, how sad is this now that this is where we are, and this is what people. I mean, you. If you have a teenager, okay, like. I hit a sweet 16. Right. God, who would have thought people would come in and shoot in my sweet 16? They would, who would think that? So all the things that are right. happening now that people maybe would have made up years ago, this is real, real, real that is bad. How do you tell your okay, children? Okay, but I'm saying how, that people shot up, people went into schools and shot up classrooms and, and went crazy. People did this. It's not something that just happens today. I mean, it it has certainly happened during my lifetime. I mean, who was the guy that went up yeah. to the Texas Tower, Charles Wimmer or whatever? I mean, you know, right. the son of Sam, I mean, who who yeah. just yeah. shot yeah. people on the street for no reason. I don't know. To I me, mean, it just seems you know, like I'm just saying it this just is always, it's, you know, sure there's a lot of it now, and sure it gets a lot well, of, yeah, there was spec, you know, and there's there was a lot of questions. Okay, girls. There was spec that took all these girls under, you know, they were under the bed and nurse, you know, but I just think right yeah. now, I think people are just, so they can't, you know, there's almost no enjoyment that people are having and people should have fun, you know, and be able to go places and enjoy themselves. Mm. And so if a writer is writing intense stories, 
this is good. I mean, I wrote them, and I'm going back to that because I'm bored at my own thing. Do you know what I mean? I want to do that, but I'm thinking, how do you think people are feeling these days if you have to write and go out and do a story? You can see all the emotion. If you remember years ago when they show things, like they'll show, even when Kennedy died, when they showed the, on TV, the, that was the first time you ever saw reporters or whatever have emotion. Mm. Yeah. You know, well, and now, don't forget, I mean, don't forget, like, with, with, this goes back to what Dick was saying, like, in 1969, when I was five, you know, you, you would turn on Walter Cronkite and you'd see the Vietnam War and they'd give it a list of who was got, got killed that day. And then right. in other news, yeah. five people were slaughtered, including one pregnant woman, you know, out in California by the Manson family. Right. So, like, right. you know, there was, exactly. there was some pretty horrid. I remember right. my mother You're saying, like, right. the 60s were just right. awful. Yeah. You're probably My right. mother still thinks the right. 60s were worse than today. Maybe that is then. Yeah. I'm not, maybe I'm not, because you know what? Well, because I just I, don't I, remember them. Nick, you certainly, you know, you, you were, well, you know, in you, you were in, in the Army. In 1969, which you were, when you were five, I was actually in Vietnam because I, uh, I right. got drafted and I was over there. But I think, I think, uh, I think you're right, or well, your mom is right, because, um, you know, the 50s, I grew up really in the 50s, and uh, that was such like a quiet, sedate era. You know, we're like not a lot happened right. other than worried that we we're going to get bombed by Russia. And then, <laughs> you know, in the 60s, uh, the whole fabric of, of what society was, like, changed. I mean, you got, uh, right, you know, you're probably Vietnam right. War, you got the protests, everything. Right. Maybe it, was, maybe it was a pretty. We, it was a pretty traumatic. Yeah. It was a pretty right. traumatic time, and having lived through it, um, you're right. Yeah, it's like different, but um, but I we look. That's also, not what we I meant, young. but I think I, yeah. I get it because maybe in those years and now it's just it, they talk. It's so much out there, you know, constantly, you know, and maybe that's what's too much. Right. Well, that's there's certainly so much. yeah. There's yeah. the pro, it, there's the proliferation of uh, news and 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 right. Right. And and media and also you know right down to the individual person who's going to crucify somebody on tw- on Twitter, you know like yeah. so you have to make a conscious decision like I know I do just you to stay away right. from it. Do I post on Twitter every day? Yes, yeah, something I post my writer's life video. Yeah, that's about see, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't read any threads. I don't you know and in Facebook yeah. as well like I'll post something but it's rare that I'll read a thread. You know I just I just. Yeah. You know, have no, that's just my personal choice. That's my personal decision. Um, right. I do right. a lot of YouTube. I like YouTube. And the only other one I'll actually pay attention to is LinkedIn because uh, – um, That's different, yeah. You know, it's more business-oriented, and it's, you know, um, it's it's more like like-minded people, other writers, and – you know, it's you know, you, you, if you're if you're an accountant, you you go on there and you talk to other you're pro- accountants you know, and right, stuff like that. Right, and I, Dick, you know? Dick, you're probably right because I think what it is is maybe that I'm meaning it's so inundated now. You know, maybe that's right. what I'm thinking because right, I probably see too much of it and hear too much, and a lot of people I know don't want to keep hearing it. But you're right, we have to know what's going on, and that was some of the problems with Vietnam and things. People didn't know anything. You know, and that was the other thing. So, yes, I guess when you look at it that way, you're right. Well, so as, a, I, I as, think an, as an yeah. author, I, 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 you know, I find, too, um, it, there's various degrees of doing it. But, um, 
you know, you, you really have to force yourself to be a part of social media because it's such an important part of yep. Right. Publishing I today. I, I mean, know. I mean, right. in the when I started writing books, I mean, basically, the promotion would be like I'd get postcards or something and send them to people that might want to read right. or you yeah. know. Uh, and now, uh, and you know, I know a lot of bosses. You have to. I mean, you, you have, have to set to. aside a period. Like so, I mean, like with me, I I have a certain period generally in the morning when I. I write what I'm going to write, and then there's a certain period of the day, um, you know, doing things. I mean, it can be something like this show, but also just getting on social media and, you know, and well, tweeting. Well, you do, and then, right. And then you get, but you, you are and you out get there, it to, and I think Vincent, both of you two are out there a lot, but the people, a lot of people yeah. that I interview and that are on my shows, they're not, because when I have to look for information on them, there's nothing, mm-hmm. and I'm shocked. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. No, I'm just saying I don't spend a lot of time looking at it. Do I post? Do I use it for publicity? Yeah, you have to. There's, yeah. Let's just like Dick said, there's no getting around it. You got to learn it. You got to do it. Right. You got to Instagram so, so it. You, you got to. Just put it I out avoid there TikTok. You, but, so you put it out there and you don't. You put it out there. You mean and you don't go in until look at the comments. And yeah, and I, I try not to be yeah. too nutty about it. Yeah. But I mean, like no. Dick, you're, you're not too nutty about it either. You know, no, like, but no, there are people like, that are father or. You know, yeah, that's, but that's I well, you, yeah, and you got to balance it too. Like, like um, I know what uh, uh, Charles Salzberg has probably been on this show, but he's done a lot of these. He always talks about. He's not um, been on my show. I should have him. Oh, you should. He's got he's a new book out. He's, right. he's got a brand new book out. He's a, he's yeah. a good guy, and he's yeah. got a he's a good yeah. writer. But he uh, yeah. and he actually, I think, got this from from Reed Farrell Coleman, uh, uh, another friend of of his. Uh, but we've talked about it, and it's this idea that. You, if you if you just hammer away at selling your books all the time, you're going to turn people off. So it's it's exactly. a balance, you know. You you want to sell your books, but at this because right. nobody if you don't do it, nobody's going to do it. But at the same time, right. you want to do some entertaining stuff too. So you're not yeah. always hammering away. Look, I know myself. There are things I wish I could do. Like for instance, you know, one of the first things I did when I started publishing, like everybody, because it's mandatory, is I I started a website, and I you know right. I will update the website for major things. Like when I have a new book, I'll completely revise the yeah. website. Yeah. But I should be going on that website all the time and updating it, and I don't. And uh, it's the same. I, at some point, I started a newsletter because I was told, you know, and I come. I just came out with one yeah. last week. Right. I try and right. do it every couple of months. But there are right. people who are, um, you know, like, like the. I mean, and I say this out of admiration for, because, uh, you know, I know her pretty well the uh you know the uh, the author Hank Felipe Ryan I mean she is tremendous yeah. at the, well she's also in the TV business but I mean she puts out these terrific newsletters all the time and you know mm-hmm. um she's really really good at doing the promotion I sometimes wish I was uh, I was a little better at it but I but I do I am aware of it and I and I know I have to keep doing it Dick as a world class journalist I, I, you would do really well on uh with a Substack page um, I contribute to mine every day. As a as a world class journalist, you would you would do really well with a Substack page. What's a um, you talk about that a lot? Do you want to talk about that a little? The Substack. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is a that? Lot of journalists, a, a, a lot of journalists who are my age, a little bit younger, mm-hmm. um, um, and even fiction authors like Chuck Palahniuk, for instance, um, yeah. have switched from using the traditional publishing or mainstream media system and gone over to Substack where they have their, an individual page and you can e- give, either give away free content or you can, you can also have a paid subscription format. Right. I have both for mine. Okay. 
and about 7,000 subscribers. But that's nothing oh, nice. compared to like uh, Matt Taibbi, for instance, who yeah. was a Rolling Stone uh, audience. Right, you know, he right. just did the, yeah. the the Twitter files, and uh, um, he's killing it on Substack. And wow. uh, and he won't go back. He's now he's an independent journalist, and he can write what he wants, when he wants, how he wants to write it. Um, wow. Which and you I know, kind of into that. I mean, I, you know, even and if I, I do still work with a couple of publishers, but um, and like Chuck Palahniuk got an offer from like. Uh, Berkeley or something like that, if they still exist, I don't know. I'm just bringing that up um, yeah, for I don't know, maybe like a hundred grand for his new novel. And he said, No, I'm going to put wow. I'm going to put it up on Substack. Wow. Really? Wow. And That's Dick is full of journalists, so like you should really look I, into it. Yeah, no, I'll check it and, out. And Dick, you should you could probably do a great. I know you would do a great YouTube. You'd be great having a YouTube channel. Cause yeah, no, you, I yeah, know. you would. You know, I, gotta, I I really haven't. Uh, I actually. Uh, Admittedly, haven't really watched. I've seen uh, stuff from him, but uh, I'm going to check out Vincent's as soon as we get off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I put up. I put up. What I, I do is I do my writer's life video, and then the next day I'll put it up on um, Substack, and you can actually also uh, use a voiceover feature, so you can read it for the for the people. Um, so it's really neat. Uh, I, I really like it a lot, and. Uh, I, what I did was, like, year, right after the pandemic, I said I'm going to do, like, four new things for my yeah. career, and I'm just going to stick with them. And, it, and one of those also was to be much more prolific and to be a hybrid author, meaning I'll work with yep. traditional publishers and start this thing right. called Bear Media. Um, yeah. And I got a five-year plan. I'm two years into my five-year plan. Um, and I think thus far it's working, um, you know, there's some, you know, I got a new website, you know, um, some, you know, some roadblocks along the way. But uh, I think if you find something that works and you stick with it and, you know, you yeah. kind of revamp a little bit along the way as need be, um, I think that that's, that's, that's the way you have to do it, way, way to go about it. No I writer, you too. Let me know, ask has you a same. question. I have a question for you, Vincent, which is, you know, because sure. obviously we, we, you know, we joke around a lot about it online, and, you know, Marsh and I were sure. laughing about it when we were waiting for you, which is how prolific you are and how many words, how many yeah. things you turn yeah. out. But mm-hmm. um, just because I know myself, um, it, it, just as a writer, um, it's interesting to process. I know myself, I, I, my big thing is I have to write every day. I have to turn out a certain amount. But I have sort of a limit, right. and when I get over that limit, I feel like, okay, well, I'm, I've – I'm, I, I shouldn't keep writing. Do you have, like, how many, like, in a given day when you're writing, like, how many words do you shoot for in a certain amount? Or, like, what do, what do you do on a daily basis? Yeah, I do about 2,500 con- what I call consumable words a day. Right. And yeah. presently that all, of that 2,500 uh, will include a 750-word piece for an influencer I ghost mm-hmm. for. Out, out in Los Angeles. So there's another new thing, right? Um, you know, and then he'll yeah. sell those pieces. He'll sell those pieces to anything from, like, the Jerusalem Post to, like, you know, dig, digital asset news or something like that. But um, and but that takes me, like, an hour. And then I'll do, like, you know, anywhere between 1,500 or whatever uh, words on, on my fiction. Um, yeah. But I'll write in sprints. I'll write, like, you know, um, a couple hours in the morning, and then I'll work out and then do work for, like, I'll do new, more fiction for, like, a half an hour, and then I'll take, like, a nap maybe. 
and then I'll get up and do more, maybe another last sprint of fiction. And then after that, I'll do like whatever business stuff I need to do, or if I need to yeah. edit what I've written that day, I'll do that. And uh, I quit at 4:30, whether I like it yeah. or not. Yeah. And I no, do it every I, day, yeah, every never, single day, just like you. Yeah, that's that's the key. And I I, I never really work at night either. Uh, but I, you know, I I'm it's not totally different, but I can. I can write up to maybe 1,500 words in a day. I write early in the day, and I write everything out uh, longhand. And so I then go back in the afternoon and, and kind of put it together, put it on a computer, you know, edit it right. as I'm going. Right. And uh, um, I'm, I'm one of those people who just believes in writing of just put down what's ever in your head at the moment, don't think about it. And, uh, right. and then when you, it, it's interesting when you do that, I've found, and then you look at it later, you think, oh, this is a mess. It's it's amazing sometimes how it's actually pretty good. At least you know you you know like right. for me, I'm like, right. oh, this this is better but than I know, thought it was. You know. <laughs> yeah, I the love that. I yep. said, the reason, right? The reason, like I said, YouTube is because when you write a book, Dick, you're it's like you're talking to the camera. You know, what I mean, it's like mm-hmm. well, yeah, I, I yeah. it's like you know. That's how you your speech pattern is like you and I think for YouTube because I listen to Vincent all the time because I like how he does it and he just and I think he actually maybe doesn't realize it but I talk about it all the time because it makes me want think that when I'm writing I'm going like well he said just keep writing and don't get you know don't get bogged down with yourself so I take advice from him he may not think he's writing for giving people advice but actually I'm taking right. it as advice. Yeah. Oh, because I think of him a lot when I'm writing because I'm thinking he said just keep going don't keep you know don't keep saying to yourself it's not right just move on and so yeah. I no I think really that's really important I think that's yeah I, so that's I the advice that I give you. everybody who who comes right. to me and asks about writing I say just and that's why you know, I think you sit down like and write it, there, you know. Yeah. yeah because some people are like that you know just by talking to them you learn. Even by just talking to you now, I just changed my opinion that I've had for years, but I know what you just said to me makes sense. It was bad years ago, and I'm just not paying attention to that. Hmm. I'm just looking at you here and now. One thing that that helped me a lot, I used to write by longhand, too, and then transcribe it, but now I go right to the computer. But It sounds silly, but I have a typewriter-sounding app. It makes my keyboard sound <laughs> yeah, like a typewriter. Yeah, and, and when you yeah. hit the enter key, it sounds like I'm pushing back the spool. Wow. And uh, it's really great when you're writing dialogue, especially, because you get yeah, into the, the rhythm, and it's like what you is, got this rhythm app? going. Yeah. Uh, quirk, wow. quirk tick with a K, quirk wow. tick. Wow. I think it's with a K. Anyway, look at it. You just Google it, and you'll yeah. find it. Quirk tick. Yeah, wow. Quirk. It really wow. helps. But I don't, I don't, you know, I don't try and understand how I like, eat, like, and the same with you. I don't try and understand how I write like I do. It's just like uh, I just feel like whatever feels good for me and the best way to write it. Right. I mean, could I sit at a at a computer and write? Probably, but this is sure. just what I've always done. I also, I'm also one of these people who. Um, who, who, who? I don't sit in my house and write. I go places. I either go to a, yeah. a writer's place. I go to yeah. a coffee shop. Yeah. I've written on yeah. subways. I write at the beach. Uh, I mean, you yeah. obviously move around a lot too, Vincent. And, and I, so mm-hmm. that's I think probably one of the reasons that I'm sitting there writing on a legal pad uh, as opposed to sitting in front of my computer yeah. and composing something. Right. Well, my brain works faster when I'm writing it. 
you know, I can just, for yeah. me, and I write it, I write in scenes. So if I see, if I'm thinking of something that my character said, I put down the whole scene. And then when I go on to write it on the computer, it changes completely. But at least I get me to the moment I was in at the time when I was thinking it. Right. Because sometimes well, you don't get down- back that mood. The one downside to writing longhand, at least for me, because I have really bad handwriting and I write really fast, is that if I don't put it on, on if I don't type it up on a computer like the same day, and I go back yeah. like three days later, read I can't read my own writing, and then I'm I yeah. like, who wrote this? And I'm like, I'm oh, the same way. I know, my handwriting is horrible. <laughs> yeah, my handwriting is horrible. Too. I also <laughs> suspect I'm dyslexic. Yeah. I swear to God. Um, you know, Dick. Has anyone tried to, uh, you know, um, dictate their fiction? I mean, you know, um, oh, I, I don't know. even know. I don't know if I could do that. If if if, I, if I by some chance I, I lost both my hands, you know, like I don't know if I could yeah. do it. I, I yeah, I have no. I've never even thought about that part. You know, I want, some people I, do I, it. I'm I, one I, of those people. I was going to say, I'm one of those people, I, I even have trouble, I can't, um, I know they're very hot now, but I don't even like listen, I don't like listen to audible books, I can't, uh, yeah. I can't keep ah, I don't either. when it's verbal, yeah. you know, I'm, I know I'm yeah. about the, you know, putting it on paper or computer or whatever. I'm like verbal, I th- yeah, I think for me, yeah, because, and I, I think for some authors, it would be good for them to listen to audible you do not have those problems, either of you. But when people can't write dialogue, they really can learn how to write it by listening to how people are talking. You know, because some people cannot write dialogue. It's hard for them. So I right. think if they listen right. to Audible, they can hear it better and maybe make their dialogue better, you know, yeah. than just, hi, how are you, you know, or something like that. You know, you got to – dialogue yeah. is just how people talk, you know, and neither of you yeah, have that. Cause both of you are, good, and- are great writers. You're well, both that's really one of writers. the reasons. Yeah. I was gonna say that's one of the reasons I like to write in, you know, coffee shops or subways because I yeah. just feel yeah. like you're picking up what people are saying and that somehow they, you know, know, you're channeling that into your to your own dialogue. Yeah, yeah. that, that does true. help. Yeah, and when you're watching, t- you know, for me, when I'm watching TV, I can just be sitting there and all of a sudden somebody says something and then I go, oh, and then I, there's nothing to do with what they said. It's to do about what my character is thinking. It just, for me, it comes out that way. I don't know how. I might think about it while I'm listening to them because I'm always thinking of my characters. They're just in my head, right, like right. I'm sure all of you have. Yeah, both of you have because both of you are really good writers and you write and you've been doing this for years and years and your advice to people, even by them listening to you on the shows, works for other people. You may not think well, it, but it does. But, well, that's why I have you on, because my <laughs> audience needs to hear people like you, both of you. But don't you even find on TV shows, because I have, like you can be watching a sitcom or even a, you know, a, a crime thing or something, that some TV shows, the dialogue is great and you feel like it's, you know, it's authentic right. and everything. And then you'll, there's some shows you, you, you literally can hear the person, the scriptwriter, be, you know, it's like they're reading from the script. It doesn't seem real. I know. And obviously no, those right, are the kind right. of shows you don't, I don't watch. Uh, yep. But, other, you know, like the great shows are the ones that you, you're not even thinking that somebody's writing it. It just seems real. Right. And that's, exactly. That's, right. and that's what you right. try and shoot for in your, in your books. You know? Right, right. Um, that's true. No, I, I've, I've had that when I'm listening to TV because sometimes it just feels like it's, 
this, all the characters, though, to me, sometimes they have the same speech pattern, which should not be, but it feels yeah. like they do, you know. And every character speaks differently. Like all three of us talk differently. So people talk differently. Right. But I think when you hear, like, somebody that's writing something and they, everybody sounds the same, which sometimes it does because they keep coming out with the lines, and you're right about that. I never looked at it that way, but that is what happens. It's just that you're listening to the same, per, you know, dialogue. But dialogue yeah. is so important. I tell people personally to read, watch some old movies because I think the dialogue in the old movies is really good. Yeah. Because they don't have Yeah, I watch a lot of the old ones. Yeah. You do? Yeah. I didn't know you did. Yeah. Really? You do? Um, in fact, if you, you go to my new website, um, uh-huh. if, if you go oh, to my new it. website, I have a, I have yeah. a movie theater. And oh, it's well, all, um, it, it's a bunch of noir thrillers. Yeah, ah. it's called a movie theater. It, just go to movie theater, click on movie theater. And, and really, it, I, just, I, just, I just, you know, peruse YouTube for, like, classic noir movies and, and, and then put them up on, in, the, in the movie theater. Do you have a favorite? Turner, Turner Classic Movie Channel. You know, you never know That's what you're going to find out there. And you see some Those really are awesome, ones. Yeah. 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 I watch Cool Hand Luke. So many times already. I just I have to keep watching that egg. I watched that egg scene a million times. You know, you know what I, I find, and I'm not like a huge old movie buff, you know. But there are like great old movies that, um, you know, that I'll go years and have never seen them, and you always hear, hear about them, and then you watch yeah. them, you know, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my god, wow! And I remember that yeah. happened with like I think it was Mr. Smith Goes to Washington, you know, with Jimmy Stewart, and I like I had always heard about right. it, and I'm like, oh whatever, and then you yeah. watch it, and you're like. Holy, holy crap, this is really yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's why I watch I love it. I love them because I really think people should watch those because, honestly, the dialogue in those, they're just, it's so, it's just good. I mean, and, you know, like some of the people that are in them, you know, everybody, I love Joan Crawford and I like Betty Davis. And I never, I can't remember seeing whatever happened to Baby Jane. So I watched it the <laughs> other day. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Oh. It was, yeah. talk about a horror movie. I mean, but honestly, and then the other day they had something about Joan Crawford. They, you know, they didn't like each other, Betty Davis and her, I guess, because they were in the same roles. But so interesting mm-hmm. to watch them. I mean, these, the way they did those parts, it was really freaky. I mean, I don't, I maybe did see it, but I didn't, rem- I, I, I think I would have remembered seeing that. <laughs> you can't forget that. I think it's, it's, it's still tough for me to get through The Exorcist. You know, I, I still find that one one of the yeah, scariest yeah. movies ever. You're right, because at that time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't, I don't think music. that's one I would go back to rewatch. You know, no, no, no. Right, and right. that was like the music, because in those days, the music sometimes, you know, was really intense. You know, and uh, but I don't, you know, a lot of people don't watch them, but I think a lot of very young people in their twenties because I've talked to a lot of them, they do watch old movies, which is shocking, I think. Yeah. But they they are watching them now. Well, listen, it's, it's Netflix, all of these. But anyway, so the show is almost over. And so what's new for that you'd like to talk about, Dick, that you want to tell people about? Well, I'd just like on? to say, so I have, I have a, I'm going to have actually four books coming out in 2024. But my most recent one now is, you know, like I said, is it's news to me, which came out in October in yeah. hardcover. But what I'd just like to say to everybody, through this month and then next month, 
all the other books in my series, which is the first four books, are the yeah. you can buy the ebooks for one ninety nine. There's this whole special mega yeah. spring mega sale that's being held, and um, so you can read like for under you know ten dollars, you can read the whole, you can read you know virtually all of the Claire Carlson series. So that's, it's a, great. that's a great thing, and that's like wherever ebooks are, you know, whether it be on Amazon right. or Barnes and Noble, whatever. Right. So you know, if somebody wants to check out my stuff, that's a great way to do it. You start with the first one in the series which was yesterday's right. news and um you know i'm i'm um i'm doing a thriller series under the name dana perry which uh i've done four already and i've got three more that are going to come out actually at around the same time next year uh um and uh, um and then i've got another uh, uh claire carlson that'll be out in january it's great that's a lot of that's that's... that is a lot it's a lot. Why, why are you saying you're not um, going to, you wrote a lot? It's a lot. I know. I feel like Vincent, I'm going to go take a nap after this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. i, I got to go to the dentist after this. As for me, everybody go to the new www.vinzandry.com. Uh, it's my new website. But uh, let's see. Donner Out just put out Quietly Into the Night and Notorious Moonlight uh, in my Moonlight PI series. And... Uh, under my Bear Media label, I just put out um, a novella called The Woman with Two Faces and um, a companion book to The Writer's Life. Um, I have uh, a novel called Her Darkest Secret coming out from Suspense, believe it or not, um, in hardcover in December. And Great. in between all that, I just have like, I have a brand, oh, there's also a brand new uh, um, Chase Baker out. Um, and there's going to be like two more of those pretty quick. Um, again, just go to the website www.vinzandry.com. I have it on, me. Uh, on the show page. On the show page for today, I have both of your websites on there, so they can find okay. you okay, if they great. go online. Yeah, yeah. I always put that on awesome. so they can find you. Awesome. Okay, and well, thank you, know, you again to both of and, you. And, and, oh, and one one other thing that I do a lot is uh, I write for something called The Big Thrill Magazine, where we interview a lot of yeah. famous authors. And um, I believe you mentioned suspense, uh, Vincent. I believe that the people that run suspense are the new editors. Yeah. They just changed editors there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Johnny Rabb is, is taking yeah. it over. And, uh, you know, if people like to read, and I mean, obviously lots of people are on this beside me writing but um it's all the all the top uh, writers authors that you see and they're interviewed and talk about their books and uh you know so that's worth reading if you're into into thrillers yep and again great, I, great the stuff. both of you the, you make a great team on a show that's why I have one. <laughs> we've never we've never met one day vincent you and i will meet i know i know i'm, I'm, I'm so upstate um and you know or i'm traveling whatever but Right. Dick's who I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> when you get old, yeah. <laughs> well, this is one thing we don't talk about on this show is age, because what the hell? All right. Who cares, right? Yeah, right. Thanks for having okay. us, Marcus. Right. Thank, Thank you, Marcia. Always, Thank always you fun. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. See you Bye-bye. soon. Bye-bye.